Let's talk about Medi-Cal. You have a choice, and Molina makes it easy, especially when it comes to the care you need. So let's talk about you, about making your life easier, about extra help to manage your health. Let's talk about your needs now and for the future. Nobody knows Medi-Cal better than Molina. It starts with a phone call. Call 866-420-5330 or visit meetmolinaca.com. Let's talk today. Introducing Wondersuite from Bluehost.com, the tool that makes WordPress wonderful for everyone. Website creation is hard, but now with Bluehost, you can answer a few simple questions about your business and goals, and the Wondersuite tools will automatically lay out your WordPress website or store in minutes. Seriously. From there, you can customize your design, pick your brand colors and add blocks, no custom theme or coding required. You'll get content suggestions that you can keep or revise. And with Yoast SEO built in, we automatically help you get found in search engines. From step-by-step guidance to suggested plugins to an AI-powered help bot, our built-in tools make WordPress wonderful for everyone. Maybe that's why Bluehost has been recommended by WordPress.org since 2005. Whether you're a beginner or a pro, you can join over 2 million Bluehost users. Go to bluehost.com wondersuite. That's bluehost.com wondersuite. Uh, sure, I love curling and golf. Actually, I like both. <laughs> Do you? Yeah, I don't watch it like on the regular, but I'll, I know how to play. Why is that? Um, in high school for curling, we had to learn it for gym class. So they taught us how, you know, how to, what each item is called, you know, the broom, the rock, um, and then actually how the, the floor is made. Um, so literally, I think our gym class was like every Thursday or something. So we all made a, a trip to the um, curling rink and then we started curling. I like that. <laughs> this is in Brampton. Mm-hmm. Brampton, mm-hmm. eh? Some good uh, quality talent over there in, in Brampton. Yeah. Sports-wise. Yeah. I, I went to the same school. <laughs> yeah? Look at you over there anyways. You know what I'm talking about. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, let's get the- I went to that school. We were known as, yeah, we are a huge basketball school. Miss yeah. Janelle. Hello, Rory. It's about time. <laughs> what do you mean about time? <laughs> this is, you know, I told you before we hit the record button, it's been like a year and a half I've been wanting you to get on this platform, but I never extended oh. the, the, the olive branch to, to make that happen. <laughs> yes, I am excited. You know, this is my shit. I love it. I love it. Oh, can we cuss? You can do whatever you want to do. Okay, okay. I, I don't do it often, but I mean, like, if it does come out by accident, I'm sorry. Bloopers, take one, take two. No, like, you're up to a lot of amazing things, and I feel like this conversation at the time we're having it, it comes into, like, content creation, and it comes into, like, finding ourselves and things like that, and uh, you've done a lot. If it's not modeling, mm-hmm. you're an actress, you had a tr- sports talk show, like, you do it all. Oh, I know. I love that uh, you recognize that because it's just like, you know what it was? It wasn't like I was, oh, I'm going to do this. I'm going to do that. It kind of just my life could have led into it or I was given all these opportunities and I didn't think I'd be going in that t- in those type of industries. Like who would have known? That's why I tell people. I'm like, yo, if you just try it and see where it goes, 
You know, you just never, never know who's watching. You never know who you're going to meet or network with. You never know who you're going to connect with. And at the end of the day, those connections and relationships actually would get you further um, in regards to the industry because now you network with people who might have another job for you. It's the referrals that got me really, really busy, to be honest. The people um, like putting a good name for myself, saying, oh, she's a she's a good she's a hard worker. She'll do it this and that. And she's not like that diva and all that. And that's what really goes a long way. So it's like I always tell people, if you are given those opportunities, you never know who's watching. You never know who's um, you're, you're actually like talking to or meeting on set, for instance, um, and all that stuff. So at the end of the day, I'm just like, yo, I'm so blessed. <laughs> uh, <you> know, <laughs> but don't get it twisted. It's a lot of hard work. No, it's a lot of hard work. That's how we, we're not even, we're not even into the podcast and you just come out the gate hot. That's what I love. You know what I mean? Organic, powerful conversations and things like that. So mm-hmm. I think the first things first is what's the last two years post pandemic been like for you? Awful. <laughs> it's been so bad. <laughs> I'm being honest because <clears throat> I say that because I already had a lot of things like set up. Like, for instance, I was already on board for another reality show. I was going to do I had more modeling shoots booked. And then with the whole agency and my contract with the agent, it was just there was no work anymore. It's like I felt like once the pandemic hit, the whole industry just shut down, especially Toronto. You know, I, I'm actually glad and I'm blessed of how much impact I, I made for the city because of all the work I've done in regards to seeing my face everywhere, name brands and um, movies and, and shoots and commercials or whatever it is. But once the, once the pandemic hit, it's just like everything just stopped. It just stopped. It was so weird. I don't know if it was like for you, even same thing with the um, Toronto Talk Sports podcast. You know, it's like everything just kind of stopped or on hold. And then we're just kind of waiting. And then once everything came back, it's like, OK. Now what? <laughs> oh, so true. Yeah. And it was like slowly, don't get me wrong, like it was getting slowly, like coming back. I was getting rebooked for more um, clothing line brands, but it was it's not the same as before. So that's why I felt like I had to make that move because I felt Toronto, dope city. I have nothing wrong with the city I'm from and all that. And, and I appreciate all the work that they've given me and whatnot. But I felt like I grew the city. So that's why I kind of made that move. Like what you asked me earlier, why, why, why Vegas? So I just felt like it was just, I felt like Vegas is more of that central hub where I can meet other people in the industry, not even just the industry, but even whatever I'm trying to do now. Now I'm, now I have, now I'm <laughs> my own founder and CEO of an agency, which is crazy. I would never think I would have that talent agency. Well, it kind of makes sense because I was in the industry, which was, which was very, very helpful because I could understand the game. So, um, coming out here was just a kind of like a breath of fresh air. I just felt like Toronto was still, it was still coming back, but I didn't think it was going to come back full force as like how it was before, where I was just busting ass. I was doing this and I was like audition back to back auditions. Sometimes I, I was still working full time too. I was still working as a project manager for an engineering company. And then I would go to auditions during my lunch break. Sometimes I hope my old boss is not watching this, but <laughs> I used to go lunch auditions during my lunch break. Sometimes I would shoot music videos during my lunch break. That's how on the go I was. Well, you've seen, you, you see me like I'm, I'm you know, kind of constantly posting. No, it's that. funny. I'm actually behind in posting, to be honest. <laughs> behind, you know, it's so funny you say that, though, because you talk about when we're at work and we're doing things behind the scenes and it's like, when we have that, you know, 10 minutes or, you know, 30 minute break, we're, we're, we're always perfecting our craft, you know, and things like that. So I'm happy that you say that because a lot of people don't ever want to admit that. I admit it all the time. Like, that's why I transitioned to work from home. And now I'm like thinking, what does that now look like 
when I'm done working. I accumulate all the hours, all that travel time back and forth. I put it back into the content. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. So I don't have to worry about doing content, you know, in the break room. If I'm on break, I don't really do content at home. I look through things, look in the email. Okay, boom, let's take care of that. I think one of the Mm -hmm. things that come up, though, is you talk about Toronto and outgrowing the city. And I hear a lot of content creators out of Toronto say the exact same thing that are migrating over to, you know, America and things like that, or they've got bi-coastal, they're doing back and forth, they're there six months, they come back six months. I get it because our winters are aggressive here in Canada. We all know that. Like, (laughs) it's getting crazy. We're in November. That's what it was, too. That was kind of the icing on the cake because even when, um, yes, the pandemic hit, but then now we're battling, now we're battling the winter. Winter's already dead as it is in the city in general, but outside the pandemic. So now you have the pandemic and now you have the winters um, hitting and it's really, really tough to really find work. You know, um, I was asked to be in another music video. Shout out to, um, I'm going to, I don't care, I'm going to name drop. Shout out to um, Queen Destiny, which is Tori Lanez's twin sister. Okay. Um, I had work to do a music video with her, but the weather was just like, I'm like, I don't even know if it's worth it. Like, it was an outdoor shoot too and everything. So I was like, you know what? I don't know if it's worth it, girl. Um, and, and stuff like that. It's just it's just so many other factors that kind of, um, like, they, I wasn't really motivated to really do it, if that makes sense. I know it's just weather and people are just like, yo, that's a dope opportunity. But then they're just like, you know, is it really worth it at the end of the day? Because you, if you guys don't know, like, sometimes you're on sets for like almost 10, 12 hours. Um, and then we have to go back a few days too, you know? Like some of these music videos could take two to three days to shoot. And we're always like, and the weather was just not the perfect timing. But uh, I, I wasn't even worried either, which I'm kind of lucky that I am as close to Queen Destiny. Um, and we could shoot whenever. Uh, she does have a project, so shout out to her. She's killing it. She's doing her damn thing right now. Uh, I see all her posts like all over these like Toronto uh, rappers and stuff, um, social media. But like this... I don't know. Like, I think that's what a lot of people were probably thinking, too. It's like not only are it's the pandemic, it's like the the winter. And it's just I felt like there's no one, nothing going on in the city. But the thing that sucked, though, is like when the pandemic did hit, then you had Netflix Canada out there. You're like, damn. <laughs> no, no. And that's the thing. Right. And yeah. I ask yeah. you this question now. I feel like when I, you you've sprung board this content creation thing for yourself. And I feel like why this conversation is so important i feel like with canada and us and content creation now being this next level thing and everybody's looking through the tiktoks of the world like i start small the tiktoks mm-hmm. the instagram reels and then you got twitter with their little thing elon like elon i think elon's going to put the game in a vice grip very soon because he's just going to do it facebook is meta whatever you want to call it it's there it's doing its thing when it comes down to becoming your own person, becoming your own boss in this content creation world. You made a connection with yourself. How would you say that you used that platform to amplify what it is you're doing right now? Ooh, I love that question. Um, so it's, 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 it's dope because I, I felt like I already experienced the industry. I know um, kind of how producers work. I know how, like, say, directors like to see. I like... Um, knowing what um, what actually say what is trending or whatnot it's like I already came from that background where I was able to implement and use that you know yes the pandemic hit but like hey what can I do elsewise compared to like acting or modeling me actually being in the camera I want to kind of be behind the scenes 
So I started thinking, um, like for instance, the podcast is a great example where I was doing the the creative direction and and um, uh, what do you call it the uh, the producing kind of behind the scenes, where I uh, use those skills to apply to this agency that I do have now, um, which is a talent agency. But we only it's a, we're like any other talent agency, but we only focus on live broadcasters. So as you know now, everyone moved, shifted their kind of this film and television agency to like on, like an online thing. So you have like these YouTubers, you have these like TikTokers, you have these live streamers, like for instance, say hi to them, they're watching. <laughs> um, so it's like, okay, why can, why can I apply whatever I learned and then do it and just use that to the, those who is now a booming industry with live streaming. Um, everyone's now at home doing, trying to stay, uh, work from home kind of thing. It's like, why not? be at home and do that and make money. You know, everyone wants to be, and you know how these stars, we call them like, um, what do you call it? live streamer stars now, and they're making money as much as the people like in movies and doing commercials as we speak, you know? And probably, maybe not less work, but a lot easier because you could do it on your own time, you could do it from home, you could do it while vlogging, while you're on the road, you know, you could do it when you're out or whatever it is. Um, so it's just, I lo- it's crazy how, th- our whole way of life and, and thinking in regards to the film and television industry kind of shifted over to kind of this online uh, where anyone could really be a star. <laughs> it's so crazy. It's so, so crazy. I, oh, I hope sure. that answered your question. No, no, but... no. And I think it's a yeah. very, very straightforward <laughs> question now. The platform you're on, I feel like it's unique in its own way. Vigo. Mm-hmm. Speak about that. Yes. Vigo. Shout out to Vigo. Shout out to everyone watching. Um, be, you know what's crazy? This has been around for over like six to seven years. It's been around forever. But once the pandemic hit, it just went booming. It's like, okay, where's everyone going to go and socialize? It was more of like a socializing thing. So everyone just kind of hopped on there and did their social thing. It was the same thing with those other apps that were out there. Um, say uh, Clubhouse, and they had House Party. Same thing, but they weren't getting paid for it. Same thing with IG and, 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 and TikTok. They weren't getting paid for this. And so now you have these platforms. Beagle's not the only one. It's just Beagle is the well-known one and it's been around longer and the highest paying platform out of all the industries. To be honest, like I've been on, I've been approached by every other platform. I've been, hey, general, check this out. Why don't you try this? Go on this stream. And at the end of the day, it's just like, okay, no, this makes more sense in regards to the time and the fan base that I built, the um, um, the relationships that I built, the networks. I felt like Beagle was more of on the more of the higher quality side in regards to the content creators on there, the influencers, you know, people like us, like the podcasters on there. Um, I just felt like it was it just this app just made more sense and what I was trying to do on the app. I honestly didn't even hop on to think I was going to make money. To be honest, <laughs> I didn't think that at all. I just wanted to, I, I had this kind of um, me as like, you know, that creative director mindset behind behind me or whatnot. It's just like, I had this idea. I'm like, okay, what platform can I use to do this on? And then this opportunity, I actually got approached by Beagle from my agent from Toronto, <laughs> which, was, <laughs> which is wild. So um, my agent told me that Beagle wanted me to audition for them. So I did. And then now, two and a half years later, now I'm running my own agency where I could get to teach and educate and grow my own, like, you know, top broadcasters. You know, we're always trying to find that Beagle superstar or whatever it is. But at the end of the day, it's like, yo, not even that. It's like, you know, why can't you just give someone that opportunity to be like, hey, you could work from home um, and make money on your own time, push your whatever content you need to do. You just have to do a quick audition with Beagle. They like you. Boom, you're set. You know what I'm saying? You just have to kind of put in the work. Um, but at least there's someone like me as an agent 
who already knows how to grow herself like on the app to teach others to do so well as well. So even if you're not pushing the content, at least it makes me feel like good in a way where I'm like, yo, at least I, I was able to help someone to bring in some sort of income, you know, another another form. However much work you want to put on the app, that's on you. We, we were not the ones that would be like, hey, you have to make this much this month. I mean, other agencies might, but not not me. Um, and Beagle doesn't push that on anyone either. So um, it's just another opportunity in order to like, hey, if you're going to push content, why not get paid for it? No, it makes sense for mm-hmm. sure. Sure. It mm-hmm. makes so much sense. So this agency that you created for yourself, did you ever think you would have had something like that's solely yours? How does that make no. you feel now? Well, like I knew I was going to eventually because I always had that type of mindset growing up. Like, hey, I need to start something. I just didn't know what. And it's one of, one of those things. It's like with the whole modeling and the acting stuff, it just kind of led into it. You know what I'm saying? So shout out to like Beagle for giving me the opportunity to do so um, and, and whatnot. So that was, I would like, wait, I would have never guessed, to be honest. I would, I would have never guessed. But I'm glad it did happen because I feel like it's like, yo, at least I know um and to be honest i'm like hey i'm fucking damn good at it why the heck not <laughs> no, for sure so what are the some what are some of the things that that you bring that you bring to beagle like as far as the consistency that you bring the ability to articulate yourself and things like that what is what are some of the nuances you bring to that platform you know what? It's it's crazy that you say that because so what, what I said earlier, like I, I had this idea, which was like interviewing because that's my background. That's what I'm used to. I don't want people to think, hey, Bigo is the um, what do you call it? Like, don't feel like it's added work. You know, it feel do we feel it like you're just incorporating it into your life, whatever you're already doing, because it's a live stream. So we just want to be a part of whatever you're already doing. If you have a show or an event that you want to do, hey, we could do that, too. I just felt like it's like so multifaceted that you could just really apply whatever content and execute it that way. And you never know who's watching because they have a huge like audience and, and fan base or whatnot. And people just really want to hop on Beagle to be entertained some way, somehow, however it is. If, you're, if it's a show, an event, or even you, your personality, just you talking, why not? And make a few, uh, a few dollars here and there, a few hundred here and there, whatever it is, um, and do so. Um, so when I hopped on, I, I had this show called Show and Tell with Janelle. So it was more of an interview show where I was like kind of showing off guests. So um, and just interviewing um, guests from Beagle, dope, dope people on Beagle, people who are making like doing their damn thing on, on the app, like um, in regards to their content, comedians or whatever it is. Um, and just like kind of interviewing them and tapping into their brain. And not only that, me interviewing them, they also give I also have them kind of give more advice in regards to, uh, you know, how to do well on the app, be successful, make 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 a lot of money, you know, not only just getting my input, but uh, someone else. And I want to be have it like a little entertaining thing where I, I, I connected with a lot of dope DJs on this app. So I have like DJs opening my show, closing the show. It's like a whole production. And that's the way I, I'm I'm used to what I the background that I had. So whatever I was already doing, like what I said earlier, I'm like, I'm not trying to make it feel like added work. I'm just really applying whatever I was already doing and on the app. It's just live. <laughs> no, 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 <laughs> totally so different. true, so true. So yeah. you probably don't, I don't know if you get this question a lot with, with, with the agency that you're doing and things like that. Content creators, I feel like, want to be content creators. They want to get that monetization aspect, but they don't realize the work that they have to put in, right? Because it's about showing up. You got to show up. Like I say at least put an hour into the game doing whatever it is you want to do, perfecting that craft. What is 
something you can tell the audience that have that imposter syndrome when it comes down to being a content creator? Because you've been through it all, like talk show, like you say, modeling, actress, you know what I mean? You've already ran off some of the accolades in the show. But what can you tell content creators for them to get out of the element of imposter syndrome? Hmm, it's tough because I find, like me, as not only like running the agency, I like what I said, I'm a talent agent. So I'm looking for those key traits of someone that could, you know, be successful on the app. Because there's a lot of, you'll be surprised. Yes, you have a lot of people say those IG, say IG models, for example. Not a lot of them are really that camera savvy. You know what I'm saying? So it's like you have to find out those qualities that actually make sense and actually, you know, would want, you don't want to force someone to say, for instance, if they're really, really shy and you don't want to force them to like be on a live stream, it doesn't make sense. But I always look for the key traits, like for instance, like being, um, consistent, like that worth work ethic. Um, also have that business mind, because again, this is a money making app. So people have to really, you know, math is going to be your best friend on this app. To be honest, if you really want to not only invest in yourself to grow more on this app, because there's a, I mean, Bigo, shout out to Bigo, like we could make a lot of money. To be honest, there's a whole lot of money out there. So to have that business mindset and treat it like a, a business, you know, like like for instance, like I treat Bigo or the agency. I'm like, hey, I still treat it like a nine to five job. Like I still wake up like at nine, still start my work and then end it when I need to end it or whatever it is. Um, and I still treat it like a business. So have that business mindset. Um, also um, have that personality, you know, because a lot of people, yeah, so you could take amazing dope pictures. It is what it is. But can you really talk, be engaging and be interactive with your audience? Right. That's so so um, that's one trait. And then what was the other one? It was like uh personality or oh, having content you know content does not have to be like what i mentioned earlier it doesn't have to be oh pushing an event pushing a talk show it doesn't have to be that it could be just you it could be a vlog you know it could be you just going on a road trip or walking around the mall <laughs> and just us tapping in just like a, a little video blog um and that's yeah and that's 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 really it. If you feel like you have those qualities, why not try live streaming? You know, IG doesn't pay you like that. T TikTok is slowly going there, but not as much. Not Like we're not making as much as what, if you see the payout charts for what Bigo is, it's not as much, but there's a lot of apps doing it, but I just find like Bigo and probably a lot of other apps, they have, they have that. They have uh, those quality streamers. They have people actually making the money. And um, all you got to do is really put in the work and be consistent. So it's like with any other job, it's like whatever you put in, you're going to get the results. And, and shout out to Beagle because I didn't, I didn't have, say, like a verification outside of the app. I, I, I'm not like a, I don't have a huge following on IG or, or like these crazy, like, you know, hundred thousands and millions or whatever, or other uh, platforms where Beagle actually saw how much work I was already putting into the app and I'm verified over there, you know, it, 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 so they recognize on how much work you put in or they really just want to see how much impact you made on this app. Like, what are you, what are you doing? You know, not only, yes, you could just live stream. You, if you're comfortable just live streaming, just, just know there's more options and opportunities um, to live stream as well. No, no, um, especially so true. We teach you all that as an agency. No, so mm -hmm. true. And I think the verification thing is a big thing because huge verification <laughs> <heart> dropped. Right? No, <laughs> the thing is like, this. Verification is going to basically solidify your position on these apps now, right? And you see, like yeah, I said, which is crazy to think about. Elon putting the game in such a in such a chokehold right now because you can pay the what is it in Canadian? I think it's eight dollars or something. Ten, ten, it's like ten bucks a month plus tax. Oh my god! So ten bucks, mm -hmm. and that, that that's that's taxes in. So ten bucks taxes in. 
Elon allows you to have the verification badge. Well, people are complaining because like, oh, everybody can be verified. Well, pay the $10. It's basically distinguishing who wants to be that verification. I've always said is the verification, the verification check only means who you are in that lane that you're in. Because you can right. be verified on one platform, but you're not on everything else, right? And I think what's going to happen, which what you kind of said with Bigo, I think the true people that get that verification are going to be the headliners of that app. Does that make sense? Mm-hmm. Right? Correct. Instead of paying for it. So I feel like Elon's creating some disruption, but it's like, how are we going to distinguish between a person that may have 10K followers and somebody that has 500 followers? 500 followers, that person could be a world-renowned speaker, been featured in magazines, this and that, and then you have this person that has 10K and hasn't really shown up for nothing. They have yeah, nothing even to back if you published a book, you could get verified on, on Instagram. You see what I'm saying? Which I was kind of thinking. <laughs> <laughs> Something simple like that, a lot of people forget. It's like, it's same thing. Like, they want to see if you can make that actual, what impact are you making? Like, what what difference? Or is it worth the badge? So I don't know. Like, do you know more about the the... The Twitter verification where it's, it's do they have to a, maintain it or they just pay they pay uh, the they pay the dollars, right? And then wow. what it does I feel like the back mm-hmm. so by the time I post this, things may change, but it's crazy right. because there was a backlash and people were complaining. So they had to like revoke the access of people enrolling because people were just getting mm-hmm. the verification badge to get the verification badge. I'm like, Well, like like Instagram, you can pay for the verification badge. I hope people know that. On these right. platforms you can pay for these badges. But then there was that report that came out, and before Elon got over there, the people that were um, that were working for Twitter were selling verification badges for $15,000 a pop. So think about the money that you're making a month, an extra 15, 30, Jeez. 45K, oh. just, just mm-hmm. in your back pocket. You do that for my company, I'm firing you on the spot. Like, what are we doing? You know what I mean? Yeah, it's like a inside, tr- kind of like an inside trade in a way. It's crazy, right? It's crazy. So, that is crazy. Yeah, yeah. So, but it makes you think too, it's like about all these people who you know actually put in work, say on Twitter or whatever. They're actually being active. They're um, oh yeah, that's another key thing is being active. Because um, again, if you're not online, you don't get beans. You don't get beans. You don't get money. Beans are a different type of currency on Bigo. So it's like you need someone who's active. Imagine like someone as active and trying to work their ass off, trying to, you know, do their thing on these platforms. And then all of a sudden now it's like, oh, now you just have to pay $10 for it now. Oh, like, damn. <laughs> Let's talk about Medi-Cal. You have a choice and Molina makes it easy, especially when it comes to the care you need. So let's talk about you, about making your life easier, about extra help to manage your health. Let's talk about your needs now and for the future. Nobody knows Medi-Cal better than Molina. It starts with a phone call. Call 866-420-5330 or visit meetmolinaca.com. Let's talk today. Introducing Wondersuite from Bluehost.com, the tool that makes WordPress wonderful for everyone. Website creation is hard, but now with Bluehost, you can answer a few simple questions about your business and goals, and the Wondersuite tools will automatically lay out your WordPress website or store in minutes. Seriously. 
From there, you can customize your design, pick your brand colors and add blocks, no custom theme or coding required. You'll get content suggestions that you can keep or revise. And with Yoast SEO built in, we automatically help you get found in search engines. From step-by-step guidance to suggested plugins to an AI-powered help bot, our built-in tools make WordPress wonderful for everyone. Maybe that's why Bluehost has been recommended by WordPress.org since 2005. Whether you're a beginner or a pro, you can join over 2 million Bluehost users. Go to Bluehost.com Wondersuite. That's Bluehost.com Wondersuite. Right? That's the thing. It changes the game. So I feel like there's that honorary system that when you actually earn it, it's more rewarding. You know what I mean? It's like people that are right, on social right. media. And that's what I felt with Beagle. Yeah. And that's the people that are on mm-hmm. social media that like buy their followers. Mm-hmm. You probably get that in your DM on Instagram. You can mm-hmm. buy your follow. You can get 3,500 followers for like 30 bucks or something like that. I'm like, but they're all ghost followers. No, no, no. They're right. real people. No, they're not. They're ghost followers. They're fake profiles that are made up. They're bots. You know yeah. what I mean? You know what? Well, you just reminded me. Of, have you seen that um, Black Mirror um, episode where? Um, I haven't watched the show. Oh no! But this is one thing. Well, the thing is, I find like I don't know if you guys watch Black Mirror, but Black Mirror, I felt like these episodes feel like oh, yo, honestly, it could. It's, there's a possibility it could happen. You know, technology kind of taking over, whatever it has to do. And there was one episode talking about status on social media. So they actually use the people's statuses in regards to say, oh, um, how many followers or how many likes they get and whatever. And that's that's their currency in regards to, say, buying a coffee or like this and that. So I just found it so interesting where it's like, you know what? It's possible. You know, it's, it's crazy to think. But it's like, hey, maybe, you know, we're kind of going that way. It's kind of scary at the same time. But, hey, who knows? Who knows? Who knows? And that's the thing. I thought that was interesting. Yeah, and that's the thing. Mm-hmm. I feel like. Because we're talking, it's social. It's all social media, right, at the end of the day. Correct. And I feel like all of these applications, Bego, wherever what we're talking about, are all going to be fighting for a position at one point in time to lock down the user of the platform and keep them there in such a way, right, to where everybody that's following you, hey, this is where we want you to be. This is where you can catch the Janelles of the world. That's a tongue twister, by the way. Where you catch the Rory of the worlds <laughs> and things like that, right? So, mm-hmm. and I get it. It's going to be constant competition. You know what I mean? So, it's weird, right? <laughs> you know what? I think it's here's the thing: is this competition on social media is needed between all these other atmospheres that are that are happening. Like you have YouTube and you have Rumble right now, right? Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. There's that censorship with like freedom of speech, right? Like you can't really say the things that it is you want to say because you'll get canceled or you'll get ostracized out the world. Or if you're in the corporate world and you say something that ruffles a little feathers, they can fire you because they just can fire you. You know what I mean? Right. And it's it's kind of silly because I look at it from where you can have freedom of speech, but you can't blur lines. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. It's like if you read the you read the tidbits in the in the behind the scenes with all these apps pretty sure Beagle says it you can't have hate speech or you know racism or all these different things oh correct yeah. right they don't have they have zero tolerance you see what i'm saying mm-hmm. so if people right. were to really read the tea leaves on these applications they wouldn't have to worry about well if i say something crazy and i get censored off of something you can't cry about it later you know what i mean right so it's like right. knowing how to play 
Be ambidextrous. That makes sense? Be ambidextrous in the Colosseum. Know how to box with your left and your right, but just know that you can't blur lines. You can say questionable things. You know what I mean? Like anybody can say questionable things. You're in the sports market. How many questionable things you heard in sports that create talking Mm -hmm. points that has the whole app in a frenzy? You know what I mean? So Mm -hmm. things get kind of crazy that way too. Yeah, that is crazy to think. So what's next for you? What, what what's next for you? What what's what's well what's right next? now the the agency is booming. You know, I've been the thing is before having my own agency, I was managing a lot of other agencies, kind of helping them and boosting them and um, recruiting like a mofo. To be honest, I could recruit talent like crazy. I could do it in my sleep. To be honest, so I that's why I kind of felt like. It was kind of my calling because I didn't feel like it was a job. You know, I was like, I felt like I was already doing that. And people have to remember too, like live streaming, there's so much more to it. You know, there's it's a huge networking platform, especially for, I always tell music artists, like, hey, it's a huge platform of just promoting your music, you know, or whatever you're trying to do. Say you have a brand to put it out there because you have what, I don't know, 700 million active, uh, 700,000 active users on Beagle plus 100 million downloads. Or I'm talking about this was when I first started. This was almost like two and a half years ago. So who knows what the numbers are now? But I mean, like just that reach and that exposure, which we're already doing on all, all other social media platforms, but we're not even getting paid for it, you know? And these are people that you can actually talk and engage with, interact with, um, and maybe build a relation, build a, credit, a relationship with. Because I always tell, I always educate people, especially on Vigo, that networking is not only making those connections, you have to build those relationships. Because again, it's money. So we got to entrust each other with money for support, for support. It is what it is. Um, and then um, also maintaining those relationships. It's like, so it's like really applying whatever we're already doing outside in the, uh, you know, the industry or whatever. It's just applying it in, in this type of platform. No, that's so true. And I think it's the same thing with podcasting, right? It's Facts. like you got to network. You know what I mean? I was yeah. out. I was out. Or it's like, how would I get my guests? No, you know? so true, right? <laughs> Don't put myself out there. Yeah, and I'll just be there by myself. <laughs> yeah. And, you know. Yeah. I don't like to, I don't name drop like the people I run into, but there was somebody in the city here. They saw me the other night and they were like, yo, I didn't even know it was six years. It's been it's officially six years of doing the podcast, right? And the first thing they said to me, they go is, you see the growth, you see the progression, you see the guests, the guests are bigger. They're getting bigger, they're getting bigger. And I don't really look at it as follower count of who the guest is it's about do what's the story they're going to come on the platform to tell that the audience is going to be able to take away from you know what i mean mm-hmm. i think that's the most important thing and then so many people look at like the high follower counts and i said in past episodes it says like sometimes the lower follower counts of people give the better content than those high prolific accounts you know what i mean now i totally agree. i've said this it's just a matter of time before i sit in the summit of coliseums and I'm starting to see a lot more people that have free-flowing conversations. You know, all the podcasts that are out there, right? I'm talking about the ones that are in the upper echelon. And I look at a lot of these guys, and I'm like, it's organic, but it's missing something. What's the game missing? You can be relatable, but it's like, how much is too relatable? You know what I mean? And how many people are still regurgitating the same things that you hear on different, different shows? It's like, so you got to spice it up. You know what I mean? Me personally, I don't like to take interviews because after a while, people are going to be like, we've already heard the same song and dance. Give me the topics you guys want to talk about. I'm there. You know what I mean? So that's kind of where now I've opened this thing up to where it's not only about entrepreneurship, 
It's not about overcoming adversity, mental health, building a business, interviewing cool, wicked people like yourself that are in the live streaming <laughs> world, video game streamers, things like that. Right. But also seasoning into the relationship conversation because you see where that can, you know, create some some dominance also too. So it's like you have to be able to have talking points against all, everything that's going on in the world. You can't just mm -hmm. focus on one little thing. Yeah, that's crazy you did say that because I just came across this new term. I was watching this um, movie. Uh, I don't know if you watched. I think it's called, um, oh, it's called Inside Man. I don't know if you've seen it on Netflix yet. No, I've seen um, the old he actually one with, mentioned... uh, with Denzel and, and uh, Clive Owen. That's the inside man I know. Oh, no, yeah, there's another one. It's a, it's like a mini series, I believe. No, it's a, or a TV series. I can't remember. But uh, um, it's been released on Netflix. And then there was this interview, a journalist who actually wanted to interview this, um, this, um, this guy who was actually in life in jail. So he's like, okay. He only will talk to people who, and his his key word was, okay, you're here talking with me, so what is your moral worth? So I thought that was a new term. I was like, hmm, interesting. So it's like, what's the, like, even if you did interview me, like, what's going to be the moral worth of you putting it out there in the public? So that was a new word that actually, like, came out. And then when you mentioned that, I was like, yeah, so what is the moral worth? Like, what what are you trying to get out of your guests and all this and stuff? So I thought that was a really dope term. I don't know if you came across that term, but it was something new that I came across, and I thought it was really, like, oh, it actually took me a step back to actually think. I'm like, hmm, right, right, I agree. No, what is the moral worth? And what it, am it, I putting out here? And it makes a lot of sense, right? <laughs> like, I feel like, you know, you you... Especially with podcasting, you can get lost in the sauce because it's like, do I stay in a niche or do I just have free flowing conversation? You know what I mean? Right. Do I just be like the everybody? I, I feel like they run to Joe Rogan because that's the first person they know of. And that's mm -hmm. a whole nother topic for another day. But, you know, I'll, I'll keep my comments to myself about Rogan and Rogan <laughs> like that. Because, okay, that's you know what? I'll say it. I'll say it. No, 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 no. I think I, think I'm, I, think I can say it. I think I can say it. I personally don't think. Joe Rogan is the end-all, be-all podcaster because he was never a podcaster to begin with. And I think that's what people get lost in the sauce. Podcasting is one thing. Talking points, interviews, are different. it's the next thing. But if you had superstar stardom from the get-go and you were branded with that through Fear Factor and on big networking platforms and crossing over to UFC, of course, podcasting is going to look like a success as a podcaster. But we already knew you had the social fame from jump you know what i mean mm -hmm. and that's not a yep. that's not a shot by any means i know some people are like mm -hmm. he's hating no it's not i'm just keeping it real think about it you know what i mean to be a full-out podcaster from the jump you don't see a lot of it happen you don't ever right so it's yeah, like people forget about the stuff that we do behind the scenes you see what i'm saying a lot of work <laughs> you see what i'm saying so it's like yeah. a lot of people that have come into this this coliseum now have had an extension brand from somewhere else celebrities they started doing a podcast mm -hmm. well they were in movies or they were on netflix shows or they're on big corporations of networks life it happens so of course they're gonna make the crossover because podcasting is the hot trendy thing mm -hmm. that's why radio is like nowhere to be seen yeah <laughs> you know what I how mean? do you feel about that actually like you could see the radio industry just slowly just disappearing my friend was we were actually talking about this earlier too how do you feel about it? I don't even listen to the radio anymore, even before the pandemic, <laughs> to be honest. 
I was like, yeah, radio is a thing. I think the thing that turned me off about radio was all the ads and all the commercials and all that. I think that's what kind of turned me off and not that a lot of the radio stations were kind of playing the same thing kind of over and over and over where I found like say satellite radio was told was a whole you know fresh new look it was like radio being um, upgraded or, or facelift or, or whatever it was same thing with podcasts same thing and where we can actually listen to whatever we need to listen to on our own time now you know uh, you know, with us, the, the, our life now changing and, and shifting gears or now we're, I, now we're like in this fast life now where it's like, okay, no, even with the TV and cable, same thing. It's like we kind of miss all the same things with like, oh, I, I have to be home at five o'clock to watch my show or whatever it is, where now we could just kind of turn it on and be like, okay, I want to watch this. Well, what did I miss? And kind of go back. So which is really, really kind of where, where we're at now. So it's it's crazy to see that industry kind of changing and and shifting that way and accommodating to now how hey this is how life is now everyone has to kind of you know either adapt or you know deal with it <laughs> radio never it's funny it's like it was past mm-hmm. guests said the exact same thing radio never knew how to pivot i don't think they were ready um i don't even think it starts with podcasting i think it starts with the, the emergence of social media right i think and i'll say this we look at the bigger juggernauts. Let's talk about the search engines. Google being one of the biggest one, YouTube, and then TikTok, believe it or flip it not, right? So mm-hmm. when you think of be your radio host and you look at a lot of the radio hosts, well, how old are they? Right? A lot of them are later in their years, you know, things like that. They've been there forever. Right. So they didn't know how to click and make that pivot. How do I change it up? Maybe that's when they should have implemented parts of video being in the studio. You know what I mean? You think about Toronto radio stations. Yo, we got that new fresh Drake hit or the Tory Lanez hit or whoever or that new Bieber. Think about how much attention you would have captured you being working for the radio station, putting your face on video, not necessarily playing the song because of violations and all that other stuff, but then having copyrights, right? Mm-hmm. But having that ability then to be able to preview that song, tag Bieber, tag Drake, tag the team, and then get that reshare that way. Then mm-hmm. all eyes are on that radio station, which could now flip and turn into, well, maybe we drop exclusive on that radio station if it's a local, you know, if it's a local Toronto spot, or. If it's somewhere in the States, if it's Hot 97 or Sirius FM, you know what I mean? You could have got more mm-hmm. exclusive rights that way, too. And then I think Apple and Spotify changed the game also, too, personally. Yeah, that's true, because you could download your music and listen to it whenever you want. If you hear a hit or, yeah, what's it? Um, I don't know if they call it satellite radio on Apple, do they? I know they have an a-, a radio little button. I think you can call it satellite to a degree because it's, it's coming from something, satellite, right? Satellite radio. Yeah. yeah. No, I totally agree. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's coming from mm-hmm. something. It's either being tapped into the data or through the Wi-Fi. Yeah. Internet, you know? Yeah. And you know what it is, too? I feel like a lot of us say, for instance, like, say, TikTok or whatever, like, a lot of us, our attention span has been a lot shorter. <laughs> Trust me. a lot shorter with this uh, with the new generation or whatever it is uh, or maybe the busy lifestyle but um our attention set is a lot shorter so shout out to these platforms actually recognizing that and you know stepping up the game and like no we got to start you know shifting gears or or whatnot no and that's the thing right you gotta be for a reason you gotta be ready for the pivot i think this is a question i bring to you if pandemic doesn't happen 
do we get all of these content creators that were basically hatched in the pandemic? Do we get the viral, click-worthy, clickbait type of content that's out there? You know what I mean? If we didn't go in the pandemic. That's why I say it. I look at pandemic from another perspective. It made people mm-hmm. find what it is they want to do. What's your take on that? Oh, that's a tough one. Even, you know what? I want to use, like, say, Beagle as an example. Um, I felt like when real life hits, I feel like all of a sudden people don't have time, like, say, for the app. So it's really, it's hard to say because you don't know how, what these content creators are kind of doing outside their content creation or if they're doing the same thing outside or whatnot or whatever life gives them. Um, so, I mean... Again, I, I, it would be based on, like, how much work are they willing to put in? That doesn't even go on, like, say, during the pandemic or, or what they want to do during the pandemic. But, like, what are they trying to do outside of the app? Or are they just going back to their kind of their 9 to 5 kind of thing? But even it's tough with the 9 to 5 because now a lot of these, these companies want people to work from remote now. <laughs> you know, they want them to work from home now. The schools are back in, well, in Toronto, they're back to online classes. So it's... It's, it, it must be so tough for someone to have stability anymore, if that makes sense. To have, find that stable, like, kind of, not only the education, but, like, uh, income, you know, steady streaming income. Um, when we don't even know what's going on in the world in general <laughs> or where it's going. Or, like, we thought everything was okay, but why is everyone going back to online classes again? Why do they have to wear the mask all over again? What's going on? So now it's just like, okay, how now I feel like us as humans or whatever, I, I feel like we're really, um, you know, amazing creatures where we could adapt to such situations. Um, and however we, we got to do it, we got to do it at the end of the day, you know, hustle's a hustle. <laughs> but um, no, so true. I don't know. That's a tough question, Rory. No, no, <laughs> no, really no it's fine. Yeah. But you know what? It's, yeah. I think, I forget who said it. They said is once mm-hmm. you're online and you have that presence, this is where you're going to make money now, honestly. This is where you're going to make it, right? Because a lot of us promote here, um, network here. You know, everything's online. Click out a button, tap, tap, you know, send a message, spam it or whatever you need to do. Exactly. But, um, and then you have your payment everything. structures. You have all these apps are now being connected to your bank. I'm in Canada you know, it's here. It's crazy because now, a lot, based on that, you have a lot of now these new entrepreneurs building their own businesses based on on doing that. You know, I I'm, I also work as a project manager for a, a marketing agency where we handle like social media accounts and websites and all that stuff. So it's like it's really crazy to think that hey, someone actually built a business um, doing this when we've already been doing it. So it's just finding other ways or maybe you know maybe it switched that um, entrepreneurship kind of um, mindset and be like hey maybe I could you know start a business doing this and you have a lot of freelancers now um, so like you know shout out to all the you know the 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 boss man and the boss bitches out there you know what I'm saying no, no, but <laughs> that's the thing really, right and yeah, I think one of the biggest the things yeah mm-hmm. I think one of the biggest things that I feel like over here in Canada there's a little bit of a ceiling that we have as far as digital resources as far as like payment oh, structures. I said the same thing to somebody. I'm glad you said right? that. Right? No, no, no. Oh. Trust me. I told you. I've gone. Yeah. I've, I don't see. I felt like there's a cap too. And that's why I, I felt like I, I had, I had, I outgrew it too. So yeah, yeah no. I feel mm-hmm. like when I think about 
like payment structures. I look at where Cash App in, in America is the way to be. But we only have PayPal, right? Yeah. And it connects to your bank account. Cool. But it's like more people, are, if you're dealing business in the States, they're like, yo, what's your Cash App? You're like, well, you know, the way our accounts are set up, we don't have, <laughs> you know, because we have to go through all of these. Yeah. Fentrack? Uh, Fentrack and stuff like that. Yeah, we got to go through all of yeah. the, the, the corporate jargon, you know. Yeah, AKA. we're just a whole different currency, but no big deal. Well, here's my <laughs> thing, though. And you know what? Maybe this maybe this might be the viral clip. I think yeah. between Trudeau and Ford or whoever, they got to figure out a way because us that are still in Canada that may live here that are thinking about migrating, we have to have that ability to see both. I should be. We should be able to have the, the cash apps, the Zells, the Venmos, we should be able to have that, but then not have it be an overhead cap. I understand we have to pick, get taxes off of that because there's no way you're keeping tens of thousands of dollars in these but, applications. I mean, they could come up with a way to, you know, fi- you know, figure that out or, or set up or whatever they need to do. No, they but yeah, no, I totally agree because it opens person. up more doors. You got to pay the right, top exactly. person. Though, right? I know it's like a whole monopoly thing too, and, and it is what it is. Basically, that's what it is. You just said it. It's yeah. modern day monopoly, right? So there's only so it much is. that we can really do, you know? So mm-hmm. before we get out of here, I always ask the guests and I, I get a different <laughs> answer all the time. I love it. And I believe it's the new staple for the show, right? Um, it's so funny. I'll, I'll give a little bit of, not a shout out, but an honorary mention, Steve Barlett, podcaster. And I think the way my mind works, and I watch one of his podcast episodes, he has where he gets the guest to sign a question to ask the next guest. And I've oh, been okay. just hatching this experiment for the last month and a half, two months, where at the end of the show, I always will ask, how can people, how can people become 1% better from your point of view? Ooh. Ooh. 1% better? <clears throat> Learning from your mistakes. I always find like whatever I did go through, like say within my life, like, you know, personal business or whatever it is. Um, I felt like if something say whatever, it didn't work out for you or something all of a sudden just crashes, you have like that tower effect or whatever it is. It's like, okay, yes, this did happen. Okay. What can I learn from it? Or what, how can I avoid it from not happening again? Of course you can't avoid it, but Hey, at least can I prevent it? <laughs> you know, but Really learn, really have those lessons learned and learn from them. Actually learn from them, you know. Um, yeah, that's probably what I would say. Just if you, if anything did go down or whatever, you have the lessons learned. Okay, what, what can I do to either improve it, make it better, or, or prevent it? Well said. I love lessons learned. No, I think, no well said. And I, don't, I don't feel like a lot of people... I don't know if it's because it's, I know it's a whole other podcast episode, but I don't know if people are just blinded by the constant activity that we have to do in our day to day. They can't recognize that. That's why I said is for 2022, I feel like self-awareness is something that's been so missed. All areas of life, business. Or maybe it was something that I had to try to check myself, you know, and not, it's not, I'm not blaming anyone else. It's like, okay, 
yes, this did happen. Okay, what, what happened? Um, maybe write it down. How can I improve it? How can I do better? How can I avoid it from not happening again or, or whatever it is? So um, I think I really learned that when I was working um, as the project manager for um, the engineering company for like almost nine years. So we always, every time we had a project and there was always like a lessons learned after. And I really liked how my company was like kind of breaking everything down and kind of finding the solution. So um, with that coming from that mindset, it's, it's like I kind of applied it not only in my personal life, but also, you know, trying to build my business. Well said. Janelle, <laughs> where can everybody check you out? Plug oh, the application, yes, plug so the application, <laughs> plug your Instagram and, and where can we yes, check so you out? Yes, you can follow me. On all platforms, all my social media is the same. My handles are the same. Um, you can find me on JanelleEsta at gmail.com or my email. Sorry, that was my email. You can find me on all my social media platforms, which is JanelleEsta um, with J-A-N-E-E-S-T-A-A. -E -E -A. There's two A's. Um, and also, if you need to email me in regards to if you're interested in hosting or you don't want to be... Um, you know, a live broadcaster or interested in it, have any questions, you could also send me a quick message um, on my uh, agency, um, social media or email, which is Phoenix Talent and Media. So we, we are any other industry in the industry in the world, but we only focus on live broadcasters on multi plastic, on multi uh, platforms. Love it. Really Love cool. it. Shout outs to you and Yay. everything you got going on because oh, I thank feel you like sky's the limit. Me. I think sky's the limit for you. You know what I mean? I truly yeah. believe that. Oh, you know? I appreciate that. Like you know, honestly, it's I'm legit. Like put, once you put your mind to it, you're you're focused and you're determined and you actually put the work. Because everyone knows, like all my people, even in my agency, the people who like my assistant, I have an assistant now, which is weird. <laughs> so it's just like <laughs> just knowing that yes. It, it, putting in the hard work it's your results are going to be unimaginable i never expect this to be honest absolutely keep on doing your thing you know hey ready we'll be, always ready we'll be in touch soon. <laughs> trust me we'll be in touch soon <laughs> oh sounds good <laughs> as humans we're naturally driven by the search for better but when it comes to hiring the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all don't search match with indeed when i was looking to hire someone it was so slow and overwhelming i wish i had used indeed if you need to hire you need indeed indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors according to indeed data and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast ditch the busy work use indeed for scheduling screening and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster and indeed doesn't just help you hire faster 93% of employers agree indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites according to a recent indeed survey and listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at indeed.com slash podcast that's indeed.com slash podcast terms and conditions apply lucky land casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky lucky in line at the deli i guess aha in my dentist's office more than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.